0: Man, I'm spilling water everywhere here. Um, today, our message comes in the, the form of a question. As so, a matter of fact, let's just look at our foundational text first. Turn your Bibles with me to, and you have your Bibles, I'm sure, to John chapter 5. And we're going to read verses 1 through 9, and then we'll skip down to verse number 14. John chapter 5, verses 1 through 9, and then we'll skip down verse number 14. Listen to what it says. And then after this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there, now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. And these lay a great multitude of impotent people. A blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling uh, troubling of the water, stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been uh, now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made? whole. The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another step down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Go down to verse number 14. Afterwards, Jesus finding him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. So the subject of today's lesson comes in the form of a question. And the question is, do you want to be made whole? Do you? You want to be made whole. Now, first of all, we've got to know that it is God's will for us to be made whole. And this wholeness uh, has to do with our spirit, our minds and our bodies. Wholeness means to be sound. It means to prosper. It means to be healthy. It means nothing missing and nothing broken. Uh, Colossians chapter two, uh, verse 10 says, that we are complete in Christ. In other words, in Christ, we've been made whole. Now, today what I want to do is um, I want to really give us some conditions for wholeness. I want to give us some, we're going to look at some conditions Do you want to be made whole? We're gonna look at the conditions that we need, that needs to be met in order for us to be whole. Here's the first condition. There must be self-awareness and self-discovery. There must be self-awareness and self-discovery. Now, when we say self-awareness or self-discovery, we're talking about coming into the knowledge of something. You cannot correct or change something unless you identify that there is a problem. I've said this in the recent past that it's possible to be sick and not know that you're sick and that goes beyond your body. Your soul can be sick and you'd not be aware of it. So if you're going to be made whole, there must be some self-awareness you know, a lot of times we're so busy looking at other folk and their problems and talking about their problems. We miss the fact that we have our own issues to deal with. And let me tell you something. Let me just help you out. Let me just even out the room. We all have issues. Yes. yes. You have issues and so do I. We all have our own issues to deal with. So you cannot move forward towards wholeness until you, until there's some self-awareness. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. So there must be self-awareness and there must be self-discovery. Number two, second condition of wholeness is acknowledgement. Now, This may really sound like the same thing as self-awareness, but it's not. Acknowledgement means to accept as a temporary fact. And I say temporary because anything that's going on in your life can change. Boy, that's good news for somebody here today. Anything that's going on in your life can change. Acknowledgement also means to recognize uh, the fact of a problem. You will never be able to overcome anything until you acknowledge that there is a problem. You see, you can know that there's a problem and not acknowledge it. (laughs) Acknowledgement overrides denial. You cannot move towards wholeness if you're denying that you have a problem. Uh, We just got out of we just got out of this teaching series on unforgiveness, and there was a lot of revelation in those messages because listen, listen. And when I say revelation, I mean that God revealed a lot about us to us. God revealed a lot of us. As we listen to the messages on unforgiveness, we had some self-discovery. We discovered that there was some stuff in our hearts. But listen to me. You can't get better by living in denial. What do you mean by that, Pastor? You have God turning on the light, giving you revelation, and you're closing your eyes. Mm -mm, I don't want to see that. (laughs) No, I I can see everybody else. But when it comes around to me, mm -mm, no, no, I'm not looking. (laughs) Oh, my God, that you have got to acknowledge, hey, there are some issues in me that needs to be dealt with. Number three, third condition for our third condition for wholeness today is humility. Um, look at look at look at first Peter for me. Oh, we're gonna get some help here today. First Peter chapter 5 and verse number 5. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Listen what it says. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud. And give of grace to the humble. Look at the look at this in the message Bible. The message Bible verses four and five says, when God, who is the best shepherd of all, comes out in the open with his rule, he'll see that you've done it right and commend you lavishly. And you who are younger must follow your leaders. But all of you leaders and followers alike are to be down to earth with each other. For God has had it with the proud but takes delight in just plain people. James 1 and 21 says, wherefore lay uh, apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive, listen to this, with meekness, the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. That word meekness means humility. It means to be teachable. It means to melt before the truth. It means that you're not stubborn. You see, When revelation comes, it's not time to debate. It's time for change. If you're going to be whole, you must be teachable. I'm going to say that again. If you're going to be whole, you must be teachable. You cannot be prideful and be made whole. A proud person can know that you're telling them the truth, (laughs) but they just don't want it to come from you. You ever had that to happen? Look, let me say something. I probably say a lot of things that you've heard folk in your house say, but you won't take it from them because you're familiar with them. You're sitting around like, well, pastor said this, and and the person in your home looking at you like, what are you talking about, pastor said? I've been telling you that. (laughs) But you're too prideful to take it from them because you're too familiar with them. You cannot be made whole if you're not teachable, you, you cannot be made whole if you don't take good, sound doctrine. It let me tell you one what I've uh, always said. I will receive wisdom from wherever it flows. It could be a child. I don't care who it is. Look, man, I'm going to always be teachable. Number four, let me move on. Fourth condition of wholeness is desire. You've got to want to be made whole goes back to our subject. Do you want to be made whole? Look, look back at John and uh, now our foundational text, John five and six. Listen to this. John five and six. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, "Wilt thou be made Oh, the Amplified Bible says this. When Jesus noticed him lying there, helpless, knowing that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, do you want to become well? Are you really in earnest about getting well? Now, when you look at this man who's been sick for 38 years and Jesus asks him this question, the question seems crazy. Do you want to be made whole? This man's been sick for 38 years and Jesus asked him, do you you want to be healed? (laughs) Now, listen to this. When Jesus asked this question, what he was talking about was pure desire. And and let me let me tell you, let me tell you what I'm talking about. Some people want to be healthy as it relates to their conditions, but they still want to be pitied. Mm, Lord have mercy. Don't get mad with me. So the question is, do you want to be healthy enough to be able to give up your need for attention? <sighs> See, some people, they want to be healthy, but they don't really have a pure desire because they want to hold on to some stuff. I believe this. Listen to me. I believe that 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 what stops a lot of us from getting whole or getting what God has for us is that we're holding on to stuff that he didn't give us. So you want to be made whole, but you also want to hold on to things that God didn't give you. A lot of you want to be healed, but you don't want to be whole. So the question on the table today is, do you really want to be whole? Wholeness is there for you. But do you want it? Number five, five condition of wholeness is listen to this right focus. If you're going to be whole, you've got to have the right focus. Look at that seventh verse in John, chapter five. L- listen to what it says. The impotent man asked him, sir. I have no man when the water's troubled to put me into the pool, but with, while I'm coming, another stepping down before me. Jesus asked this man, do you want to be made whole? And this man started rambling off about, sir, I don't have no man. But his focus was off because the answer was standing right in front of him. My problem is I don't have a man. <laughs> if I had a man. I would be ha- I would be healthy if I had a man. I feel good about myself if I had a man. The reason why I'm so frustrated is I don't have a man. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna branch off on this. this. This this here the right focus. I'm 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 gonna take this in all kinds of directions. Yeah, and I know you're listening to this, and and, and you're saying, oh man, what are you talking? If I had a man, how many times have I heard that? If I had a man. If I had this, if I had that, you see, many of us think that if we can just get a relationship or we can get into a relationship, some of you need to hear this, everything's gonna be all right. But let me help you out. Let me help you out. You need to be healthy before you get into a relationship. You need, see, if you're sick and you're not whole before you get into a relationship, that person is not going to change you. So you need to be whole first. Lord. <laughs> uh, somebody put on the, put on the screen from it. Uh, put this, write this on the screen. Don't get mad at my pastor. <laughs> don't get mad at you. Don't get mad at the pastor today. So this man says, I don't have anybody. I don't have anybody to put me in the pool. Which leads to my next branch on this this particular uh, point. some folk are not looking for a relationship with God. they're just looking for a pool. This man had Jesus standing right in front of him. he complained about nobody would put him in the pool. in other words, that some of you are looking for something you think You'll be whole when you get a better house. You think you'll be whole when you get a better car. You think when you you'll be whole when you get a better wardrobe. Hmm. Lord have mercy. If I get this, if I if I get this status, then people will res- respect me. See, your problem is that you're trying to establish your worth in stuff. I was talking about, I was telling somebody about this the other day. Your worth is not in things. Your worth is in the one that's asking the question today. Wilt thou be made whole? Your worth is in Jesus. What gives us value is our relationship with God. But we got to get our focus right. We're focused on. Our focus is so divided in the time that we live in right now. You're focused on this, that. And you know what's so amazing to me? We forget that all of this stuff that we're focusing on is temporary. It's, it's not. It's 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 going to pass. None of this stuff is going to matter. None of none. Of, and look, I believe in the harvest. I believe I believe in God's blessing. God has blessed me tremend I'm a blessed man and I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that but my focus is not on stuff <laughs> the bible still says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all the things will be added my focus is on the king and the kingdom of god um but we got to get our focus right let me show you this go to hebrews 12 and 2 oh yeah I know I know I went all over the place with that that with this particular point. Hebrews 12 and two, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let me read this in the Amplified Bible. Looking away from all that will distract to Jesus, who is the leader, And the source of our faith, given the first incentive of our belief, and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. He, for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him, endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of God. We've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. We've got to be focused on Christ. God, there's a lot of distractions in this world that we live in, but we got to make sure that we have the right focus. Sixth condition for wholeness is listen to this. Take listen, listen, this is this is really important. Take responsibility for your own health. Take responsibility for your own health. Look at uh, let's go back to John. Chapter 5 and verse number 8. I'm almost finished. Y'all hanging here with me. I know it's tight, but it's right. <laughs> John chapter 5, verse number 8. Listen to what it says here. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. I want you to look at the progression. He says, Rise, he says, Take up your bed, and walk. Rise means change your posture, change your position. You're not in the right position spiritually. He says, rise, get up. And then he says, take up your bed. Now, when he says, take up your bed, this symbolizes that he's to break from his past. He'd been laying in that bed for 38 years. So if he's going to be whole, He's got to break from his past. Some of you are watching me right now. You've been in the same place for years, but you've got to cut ties with the past. Now, can I just leave that there for a second? Some of you have been in the same place for years, but there's now time. If you're going to be made whole, you've got to cut ties with the past. And then he says walk this symbolizes moving see you got to move on you have to move on let me help you out you're not stuck you can move forward now notice he says rise take up your bed and walk all this has to do with doing something Jesus says this is what he I want you to see what he insinuates. I'm not going to pick you up. He says, you got to get up from there. (laughs) You've been sitting around waiting for somebody to make you happy. You've been sitting around waiting for somebody to put you in the pool. Some of you have been sitting around waiting and postponing your wholeness because you're waiting for somebody to do certain things for you. And the Lord is saying to you today, get up, take up and walk. Hmm. Oh, that's a word for somebody. Get up. Take up. And walk. Get up from where you are. Break away from those things that's been holding you down in the past. And now it's time for you to move forward towards wholeness. the question on the table this morning is, do you want to be made whole? It is God's desire. Thank you, Jesus. It is God's desire that you are made whole. And I am believing God today. That those of you that are watching me, I'm believing God today that you are being made whole. In other words, there will be nothing broken and nothing missing in your life. Let's pray. God, we thank you today for your word. Again, we are not just hearers, but we are doers of your word. I thank you for every person that's watching today. I give you praise and I give you glory and honor for them. I thank you for change in their lives. I thank you for wholeness in their lives today. Some have postponed their wholeness. They've done it themselves. But God, I thank you for your word that have come today to set us free. And I declare that they're getting up, they're taking up, and they're walking forward. I give you praise and glory and honor for today. Thank you for wholeness. Thank you for wholeness today in the name of Jesus. Now I pray for every person that's watching. I claim everybody for your kingdom. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. I claim them for your kingdom right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for salvation. Because we realize that there will be no wholeness until there is surrender. So we give our lives to you, totally. We give our lives to you today. I thank you that people are coming into your kingdom. Your kingdom is increasing today. Not just here at Destiny Christian Center, but all over this world. Thank you right now. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen, and thank God. Listen, if you're watching me right now, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. The Bible says that if you can believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that God has raised him from the dead, you can be saved and you can be saved right now. So listen, if you want to be saved, if you want to give, uh, if you want to give your life to the Lord, I want you to repeat this simple prayer with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I am a sinner and I ask you for forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. I believe that he was buried, and I believe that he rose from the dead. I turn from my sins, and I invite you to come into my heart and come into my life. I trust you, and I will follow you as my Lord and my Savior. If you have believed in your heart, and you confess with your mouth today, I want want to welcome you to the kingdom of God. I'm excited about your future. There is some information right there on the screen. Please reach out to us. I'm gonna have a minister to get in contact with you and share some word and they're gonna pray with you, but I'm excited about your future. And I wanna say to you, welcome to the kingdom of God. If you're watching and you've given the Lord your life in the past, but you need to recommit your life to the Lord, you can follow those same directions We'll have somebody to contact you or you want to be a part of the Destiny Christian Center family. I want to uh, tell you, you can follow those same directions. We would love to have you to be a part of our family. So follow those directions. We're going to have a minister to reach out to you. But I thank God for your presence today. And I thank God for a great future for you. Come on, let's thank God, everybody. Let's thank God for the Word of God. Let's thank God for souls today. All right, let's prepare to worship and giving. We are a ministry that believes the Word of God. We practice the Word of God and we are blessed because of our obedience to the Word of God. I want to encourage you. The Bible says, bring ye all the tithes and offering into the storehouse. God says, pull me, see will I not open up the windows of heaven and pull you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive it. I want to encourage you today. To be a true, committed tither and a seed sower. Let's do that today. Let's do. Let's be consistent in tithing because the Lord says so. Let's be consistent in our giving today. There's some information on the screen where you can text to give or you can give online. But let's all prepare to be cheerful givers. Let's do it today. I, I want to give you some time to do that. Uh, the tithe and the offering and then we're sowing towards the vision. We're believing God for a debt-free destiny dome that will seed over 3,000 people. I encourage you to sow towards the vision. Again, there's information right there on the screen. You can text to give or you can give online. I'll give you some time to do that and then we're gonna make our confession. Come on, say with me, I'm a true tither and giver and I am blessed because of it. The windows of heaven are open for me and the blessings of God are poured out upon my life. I have huge money right now. It's pressed down, it's shaking together, and it's running over. I'm blessed, and I'm a blessing. I'm a blessing to the kingdom, and I'm a blessing to people. I am out of debt. All my needs are met with a surplus. Debt-free Destiny Dome, seated over 3,000 people, filled with over 3,000 people. Somebody shout, "Is up. All right. God bless you. God bless you. I love y'all so much. I want you to enjoy the rest of your day and I will see you Wednesday night right here, right here on our, our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. I love you.